At first, it didn't matter that Sam's idea of good food was only anything homemade by his mom, and my idea was anything except homemade by me or my mom. Our relationship continued to grow, but the knit niggled and grew, becoming larger with each meal, somewhat like a souffle my mom once tried. A souffle that filled the oven and parts of the kitchen, and not in a good way. Not in the wonderful aroma sort of way, but in the tiny pieces of egg and cheese everywhere after the souffle exploded way. I have to admit, if it had been another woman sitting across from Sam, and sometimes in his lap, during these meals, she may never have noticed this one quirk, or if she did, never cared. In my defense, I'd always wanted to be a great cook, or a good cook. At least I wanted to be able to not poison people and risk burning down my apartment every time I approached a cooking apparatus, even if it was only a spatula. In my defense, I never learned how to make anything while I grew up. My mom, widowed when I was only six, owned a gift shop and worked 60 plus hours a week. Mom could never get home in time to cook, or rather try to cook. The few times she managed to come home early enough to attempt to make a meal, she proved that my inability to even boil water without burning the pan was genetic. Childhood dinners consisted of takeout and frozen meals with that rare attempt by my mom to cook thrown in for inedible excitement. The fire alarm always ended up going off. Even my one attempt at making bologna sandwiches ended up with both of us in the hospital with food poisoning. One of us, I'm not saying who, okay, it was me, brought out all the ingredients, including the opened mayonnaise before school, and then left them on the countertop all day. In my defense, it didn't say on the packages it had to be refrigerated all the time. How was I supposed to know? I was just a kid. In my defense, and yes, I know I sound defensive, Sam never stopped talking about his mom's great cooking. Her meals seemed to all be variations on heavenly ambrosia. Whether she made homey steak and potatoes or a fancy unexploded souffle a la Julia Child, or even a dizzying array of sushi, it seemed as if every time we sat down to dinner, Sam would gaze at his plate of whatever and exclaim, Beth, I have to tell you. Don't tell me. Mom does it better. Of course she does. Then he'd end with a statement, always with the enigmatic. If she'd only believe me when I told her about her cooking, then she would finally... Or variations of the same. I pressed a couple of times for a complete explanation, but received only a shake of Sam's head in reply. I should have sat on his chest until he told me everything. A vision of Sam's chest, wide and muscled all the way, popped into my mind. No. That would never have worked.